one, we did it. We, Joe, we did it. I, can you believe it? We're here in quarantine. In quarantine. By the time you were listening to this, five episodes of our Cutie Podcast are out and live. And we sure as hell hope that you're enjoying them and you're sticking around and you want more context. We got it. I, I mean, I, I am, Jen. I know I am. <laughs> well, you have to be. So. <laughs> but it's, it's still a choice. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. That was great. (laughs) Anyways, with this fifth episode, I'm super excited to introduce our dear friend, uh, Ray Hopkins, also known as Megan, which is a fun fact. She is a fellow dog mom, esthetician aficionado, and founder of the official Spray, S-P-R-A-E, Tan Custom Expert Spray Tanner at Art and Science in the West Loop. And I'm so excited to be talking to you today. Hi, Ray! Hi guys! Thanks for having me. Um, our, our, bodies usually, we yeah, are- our bodies do. We're normally <laughs> na- we're, we're normally naked with you, but uh, <laughs> I, know, I haven't seen a naked person in like a month and a half. It's which is kind of weird. Which is kind of wild. Yeah, and I usually see like, like ten a day at least. All, <laughs> <laughs> which is kind of funny. I maybe see one or two. Yeah, <laughs> one of those include myself. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, all I'm seeing, all I've been seeing for a while is myself naked, so that's fine. <laughs> it's okay. Well, uh, one of our first things that we love to do when we interview people on the podcast is we first ask, who are you quarantining with? Where are you quarantining? Let's kick it off. So I live by myself, so I'm quarantining by myself. I have a dog, Marley, Marles, Marles Barkley sometimes. Um He's lovely. We're, I'm at my condo in Chicago. I do. I have gone like twice out to DeKalb where I'm from to see my dad. Um, but, you know, we maintain our social distance. Like it's weird to see, go and see him and like not hug him. Um, so that's really bizarre. But it's nice to see him and spend time with him. And he's also alone. So, you know, I, that's those are my people. And I feel like I'm quarantining with my friend Jess because we FaceTime literally every single night I think and like drink bottles of wine together over FaceTime but um but yeah that's that's how I'm surviving right now we're doing it and I feel like Chicago is like really hard because we haven't really had nice weather and so we can't just pop around the block and do those kind of things so I feel like the best is coming and hopefully the quarantine itself is starting to fade out and we can get back to work and such but Ray, tell us about um, tell us about you. Like, tell us about your background before we walked in naked and exposed ourselves. Um, talk about yeah. your expedition days, and then also sort of how you got into what you're doing now. Yeah, so I've been. It'll be ten years in June, which is like bananas. Um, and obviously, this is like a mini sabbatical, um, but. Yeah, I graduated from the Aveda Institute, actually in cosmetology. I So I got my full cosmetology license so I could do hair, nails, or facials, anything. But I just kind of got into the waxing and the spray tanning and just found my niche and just kind of continued with that. Um, but it's kind of a crazy story. I, you know, in high school, I feel like you're 18 and you're like trying to decide what you want to do with your life. And so I like totally empathize with all those kids out there who have no fucking clue what they want to do. Um, because I didn't either. And I just kind of like played into this role of like, oh, my parents want me to go to college. And like, you know, I guess I should be a lawyer because that's like a really respectable thing to do. Um, so I 
went to the University of Colorado in Boulder, which was amazing. Uh, it was like so nice favorite. to get away. I know. It's so gorgeous. Um, Love Boulder. Sometimes, like Some people think I'm totally insane for ever coming back here, but I don't know. It, everything has a reason and like it all makes sense to me, hindsight 2020. But, um, but yeah, I went out there. I got my degree in international affairs because, again, I thought I was going to be like this badass international like lawyer or work for the State Department. And that like just wasn't my path. Like I took the LSAT and I didn't do really well. And I just kind of like decided my senior year, like I wasn't going to go to law school, but I didn't really know what I was going to do. And I was really lost. And at the time, like I truly do feel like puzzle pieces of my life came together and I wasn't even realizing it. And at the time I was working in a salon in Boulder, um, just like as a receptionist. Um, It's called The Parlor. It's super well known. They have them all over Colorado. Um, they were great to work for and I loved them. And when I graduated college, they needed a manager for their Boulder location. And so at like 22 years old, I'm like, okay, I'm going to manage this place. Um, it was interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Managing, first of all, like people of multiple age ranges and also like multiple personalities, like just so many different kinds of people. And I can say I did good in some things and terrible in others. And I can look back and like laugh at how bad of a manager I was. And like now I learn from like the good managers I've had. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so I did that for a year. And that's really what propelled me into like going into the beauty industry. Like I was not a kid who like braided my doll's hair. I didn't do my friend's makeup. I I didn't even, if you look at pictures of me from like college, I, you can't even see my eyebrows. Like they weren't even there. And like, I was like, (laughs) Like literally I was so tan from tanning in the beds, which is so awful, but I was like tan mom with all the bronzer on my face and like no eyebrows. Cause like my eyebrow hair is just like lighter than my natural hair. And like tinting wasn't a thing back then. Filling them in wasn't a thing back then. So like, Oh, the opposite was the thing. Oh my God. Okay. So your current job is literally making people hairless, making people tan and for sure the most confident, like that is such a big part. So how are you doing? And this is like raw and real, um, during this quarantine being a client facing business, how the hell are you coping? Um, it's, it's like, honestly, I feel like a stretch Armstrong doll. Like I feel like one minute I'm stretched in like a positive, like hopeful way. And then that like something like gets said and I get like jerked back the other way. So it's been like extremes. It's been high highs, low lows. I mean, obviously, like the biggest, there's been so many things. I feel like my life has just been stripped down to nothing. Like from my job to seeing 20 to 30 people a day, like between my clients and my coworkers, like every single day. And, you know, like never again will I complain about like talking to people and being like sick of talking to people, like, or like having the same conversation over and over, which is what we in the beauty industry, you know, sometimes we have like, if you're getting married, you talk about your wedding like a million times where you're not even excited for it anymore, you know? But like never, I don't think ever will we ever complain about that ever again. Um, like I'm an extrovert. So like I love people and I love like obviously I'm in the service industry. I love like providing people with a service. And so that was really jolting, especially like living by myself. It just felt really isolating and it was really hard to adapt and – I don't know, like finally I'm starting to feel kind of like settled into it, knowing that it's going to be over soon, hopefully. But um, yeah, it wasn't great. And then like you add on top of that, like 
I love to work out. I love to go to berries and I have a community there and seeing those people and like that also got stripped away from me. And like, although like now I'm doing like the virtual classes and it's great and it's amazing to see so many familiar faces, but it's not the same. Like the workouts aren't the same. So I just feel like I'm, all of my purposes have just been like stripped away from me. So I'm just like a shell of myself. Kind not of. alone. Yeah. yeah. But I think you, one of the things that Jen and I talked about in like our first episode in order to keep perspective is like, is gratitude, right? Like never recognizing the thing right now and like using it as like a way to take stock of what we have and what we've been so fortunate and blessed, you know, to receive, like not taking, as we talked on um, with Lissa, we were saying, you know, how we won't take our workouts for granted anymore on days when you're like, you just don't feel like it. Well, there are a lot of people who would love to be able to run the treadmill and they can't. Um, and right now we're kind of just like forced in this position. Yeah. I mean, but I, oh, go ahead. Um, I was just going to say like the gratitude level. It's like, I feel lucky that I have a roof over my head, that I have food in my fridge, that I have a dog who like is my therapy dog. You know, it's like, I have a job that I know as soon as like the shelter in place will be lifted, like I can go back to, I feel you're gonna have a line those, yeah, out the yeah. door. I already yeah. Said <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're all gonna be camped yeah. out. Like yeah. it's, it's exciting. It's yeah. exciting. gonna be exciting, like, like a Taylor Swift album yeah. dropping. People are gonna be just like waiting for you yeah. like they are at Target, you yeah. know. I hate to say this and I don't wanna sound like a Debbie Downer when I say this. Like I'm so excited to go back to work. I like if I could work 80 hours a week, like I totally would. I think my body would hate me, but and my dog would hate me. But um, it's also stressful thinking about going back to work. And like if I sit down and think about all of the appointments, like some people have missed multiple appointments at this time, like at this point, like it's a little stressful to think that like the fact that things are going to be so different, I'm probably not going to be able to take the volume of people. And like the salon's still trying to figure that out. The state's still trying to figure that out, like what the guidelines are going to be. But I mean, I'm so excited, but I'm also really nervous that like, cause I'm a people pleaser. Like I just want to like do everyone. Like I wish that I could line people up and just take one after another for spray tans and not even have appointments. It's just like a first come first serve, but like, that's probably not a reality. So I, I mean, don't know. I'm just, I'm just thinking yeah. like you order your weed whacker off of <laughs> yeah. Home Depot right now. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Everybody's- not only does it, not only does it keep you at the distance that you need to be, but like it's, right. it's going to really, it's going to be efficient yeah. for your work. Yeah. It's like everybody's going to need an extra 15 minutes at least. It, oh, absolutely. absolutely. That's, I mean, that's like a good question that I have. It's like, I, I'll be honest here from a very feeling, very pale, feeling a little like I'm eating too much and definitely absolutely not shaving. Like I am not thinking about shaving unless it's like a regular. Good for you. I'm so proud. But like, don't do it, Jen. Don't do it. Don't do it. We have to, (laughs) oh my God, seriously, my Billy, I've been like Billy subscriptioning over and over. Okay. But what, what's your advice for like both women and men that are just feeling pale and hairy in this quarantine to just like make it through the next, however long we need to, you're at the end of the tunnel. Yeah. I mean, the first thing I want to say is like, I mean, this was a thing even before all this happened, but like my biggest pet peeve and we all do it. I do it too. Like 
is people come in and they apologize for things. Like they're about to get naked and they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I just ate a burrito and I'm so bloated. And like, or I'm sorry, I didn't get a pedicure. Like my toes are so gross. And it's like, please don't apologize for those things. Like I don't judge people. And I think like that is, I think that's why people feel so comfortable coming in and like being so vulnerable in my space and getting naked in front of me is that like, I try to make people feel as comfortable as possible. Like I've offered people like, do you also want, I'll get naked too, if you want me to. Like if you, if you, if you are feeling insecure about getting naked, I'll show you my naked body. It may make you feel a lot better. And like that also is something too, which is so crazy is being in this industry and like seeing so many different bodies of men and women. Like it does make you in some ways appreciate and love your own body so much more. But I still, I mean, I struggle with that too. I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm, people are, I'm going to go back to work and people are going to see like I've gained weight or I've like my gray hairs are grown out, but it's like, we're all in this together. It's like the solidarity thing. Like nobody's going to be judged. Everybody's going to be in the same place. We're all going to have to start back from square one. So like, just don't apologize. Like, please, if you start apologizing, like, I'll just like kick you out and be like, I'm not doing your service. <laughs> Next. With a better attitude. Yeah. <laughs> we're moving on. You're getting charged though, but we're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. Just kidding. But no, um, I think it, I think you're so right. And I really think you should do a tutorial on how you do your braids because for those of you who obviously can't see Ray right now, she has her iconic two twin like French boxer braids. braids. Yeah. They're boxer braids. They're so damn cute. I wish I could wear them. Please put them in my hair. <laughs> I mean, they but, don't look as good as when the pros do it. I just it's just practice. And honestly, like my coworker Kristen Stevens, her um, Instagram is clean hair day. Um, she has done like multiple braid tutorials that are so helpful that I feel like would be way better than anything I could put out there. So. Oh, really? Well, yeah. So I feel like as a, a non hair doer person, I feel like that's what makes it relatable because I am like my friend Callie will tell you, I, it takes everything in me just to wash my hair, let alone like brush it, straighten it. So like if I do something to my hair, like you better notice because it <laughs> took a lot of effort. So I feel like your hair tutorial would be super relatable because you always make them look so good. What's funny, you guys, like when I tell you, like I went to cosmetology school and I honestly sometimes I'm like, I'm shocked I graduated. I was horrible at updos. Like I like if I can do it, literally so can you. Like if I can teach myself, like I'm not joking you when I say like I didn't know how to do my makeup seven or eight years ago until my friend Kim, who's amazing at makeup, like sat me down and she did one side and I watched her and she watched me do the other side. And then it's like, all of a sudden, like, it's not like I'm like Kevin Aquan or something or Shannon O'Brien. Like, I don't know. Like, I'm just, if I can figure out a way to do it, so can you. And now's the time to practice, but I well, appreciate that, you thinking that I'm that talented because I'm really not. <laughs> what do you think about like at-home brow tinting, waxing? Uh, what should yeah. we be doing the yeah. same yeah. way yeah. for all I, So I have like some friends, like my friend Constance, who I love and I think she's amazing and I respect her so much as a professional. Like she put a video out there like, you guys, like I went to school for this. This is my profession. I had to get a license for this. Like I'm not going to sit here and teach you how to do things to yourself, you know? And I respect her for that. And that's her. And she does mostly, um, she's amazing at eyebrows. Like she does microblading. She did my microblading. Um, and then like for me, like I know that like 
my clients are just struggling. Like, and I got to put something out there for them. So I did do like, I did like an Instagram live and then I did end up like, um, recording part of it for like a Instagram TV that I saved to my profile about like how to tweeze your brows. I'm not telling you to wax. Nobody should be waxing their own brows. Nobody should Uh -uh. be buying a professional wax kit. There's like this really hilarious meme video out there with this girl who's very entertaining to watch, but she bought her own wax kit and tries to wax herself. And it's like, insane like just what what did she wax her brows she did first she did her lip and then she did attempt to she did like I think just like the middle of her brows maybe and that was it but it was just like so horrific um I mean I will say there are like certain things you can do at home that are going to get you through quarantine that are going to get you through this time now so you can look at yourself in the mirror um like waxing your own lip. And I, like I said, I don't recommend buying a wax pot. There's just so many variables. You could burn yourself. You could not turn it on. Like, I mean, I burn myself when my husband and I went out for fondue. Like I don't want to test the hot wax at home. So there's like pre-made strips that you could do, but then again, like they're not going to give you professional like level quality. They're just going to kind of get most of the hairs, uh, tweeze your brows, stick to that, fill them in first, like go watch a video on brow mapping and how to do that. You can watch my Instagram TV story if you want. Um, But also like the brow tinting. So there is like a kit, um, Shannon O'Brien, who is an amazing makeup artist here in Chicago. She did this awesome tutorial on how to use this kit from Target. Uh, It would be like the the girl that drinks the wine and is like, I'm going to be a mad scientist and I'm going to make this perfect Jen Jones brunette color using this, this, and this. And here's my tutorial. And then I fuck it up and I have this unibrow of like dye. Okay, but what about tanning? Let's talk about tanning. I just, I mean, obviously like I usually spray myself. So like, I, I mean, luckily I had San Tropez mousse and like a uh, um, mitt here at home, like randomly. And I was like, all right, I guess I'm going to start doing this again. I had to buy like a tool from Amazon that literally you put the mitt on to like get your back because <laughs> I live alone again. Um, and that's like impossible. You have to use the, you have to use the, the opposite hand to push the elbow I mean, that is, yeah, I feel like you're just more flexible because you said that and I feel like you're just more flexible than I am. I just, I like, I have flexibility. You know, in yoga, when you go to like reach around like the back, like there's one side I can like touch and then the other side, like I absolutely cannot touch. So yeah, I think uh, there's a lot of different products out there. I I honestly think my favorite is Saint-Tropez. I just feel like it's pretty easy to apply. It's good quality. The color is nice because the color is pretty similar to like what I use in the salon. Um, I also like the Isle of Paradise, but I feel like for me, and they have a mousse too, I guess. I haven't tried their mousse. I use their tan drops. Yeah. Jen showed me. Yes. They're so nice. The tan drops are great for your face because you can just drop them in your face lotion and just like swipe them on and then you're like beautiful and glowy. Um, but yeah, I like the mousse for my body and then I like a spray, like an aerosol for my face. Um, so I recently bought one from, there's um, another spray tanner in Chicago and she has Glow Up Chicago, G-L-O Up. And um, she sells her own like aerosol cans. And so I ended up buying one from her. She shipped it to me and it's great. Um, normally I use one from Norvell, which is like also one of the, um, tanning solutions I use in the salon, but I wanted to like support her and kind of, you know, check her out too. Yeah. Um, 
Yes. Oh my gosh. Well, we're definitely going to have to try those products. But what I love hearing, um, especially from what you just said, is women supporting other women in business. I think that's just so huge, um, especially when you're not only in the same industry, but you do the same thing. Um, I've it's always so hard in business. I feel like whether you're starting out or you're building your career, support is everything. And I think when you can really get together with your competitors um, and even just other women in cross industries, it's so powerful to feel and share that support. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that's, that's something like, I mean, I'm 34 years old and I feel like it took me a long time to get to a place where I could do that and support other women in the same industry and like recommend other people and say like other people are better at me than things. And I obviously am one person. I can't spray tan all of Chicago. So like the fact that during this quarantine, like I connected with Glow Up and then I also connected with Jen from Glow Out and like, you know, at some point, like I'd love to sit down with everybody and it's just like nice to have this community of women supporting other women. And like when I, so when I first started out in my career, after I graduated from beauty school, I worked at Benefit. I worked at one of their boutiques in Lincoln Park and like met a ton of amazing people and a ton of amazing estheticians and learned so much from them. But like it, that place breeded such a competition that it pitted us against each other. And we weren't, I can say I myself was not like it was ugly sometimes. Like I was an ugly person back then. And it's taken me until like now kind of getting out and realizing like the more you support other people and whether or not it's like, cool, I can't take you, but go to so-and-so. It feels at first like you're just like giving away your business and you get kind of insecure. Like, who are they going to like them better? Am I never going to see them again? But then you have to like really stop and think and like, there's enough people out there for everybody. And I truly do think that ever since I've kind of like let go that competitive vibe with others and just been more supportive, like it's given me tenfold back. And I think once you get to a point where you feel that and know that and feel confident and secure in that, like you're going to do way better than the other people who are like holding themselves back by like staying in that competitiveness. And like, I'm still competitive. It's just like, with myself. It's not with others. Like, okay, like I want to hit like way more than my goal was set for the year. You know, it's like things like that. So I think that's a great mentality. And I think this is a perfect way to talk about our sponsorship that we're sponsoring this week. Um, while we're on the topic of support, uh, this episode, we're going to be sponsoring Spotify's COVID-19 music relief, which is very, very, um, it just hits me a lot with my industry and um, sort of the what we've been dealing with. Um, the Spotify COVID-19 music relief is supporting the global music community, which is just so close to my heart. Their relief project is focused on amplifying the efforts of many, many organizations from around the entire world. Um, and you can pick on their website any organization that you want to sponsor. There's a couple from the United States and then, again, from many other countries. They're also matching donations dollar per dollar for a collective total of $10 million. So they have tons of nonprofits. You can find them um, on your Spotify browser. There's a link that pops up. Or you can go to covid19musicrelief.byspotify.com. So please check them out. And we know how much you love music and festivals. All that stuff. Although the other day I called them musical festivals with <laughs> Jen Ray. And same, same, yeah. Right? I mean, 
I it maybe she I think it was like Broadway me. musical festival. I means it's a <laughs> cats is now outside under a tent. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, in the middle oh, of the that'd desert. Be fun. Yeah, I mean it could maybe. be. Hey, you never know. People would do it. People love their Broadway show tunes, man. Pe- people watching cats. Maybe there's like a new drug called cats. I don't know. I, I'm not. I'm not cool enough to find that information out because I'm calling shit musical festivals. Anyways. I will say I do. I'm like dying to go to. I was supposed to go to a music festival in mid-May, and I was supposed to go to a Rufus de Soul concert. And like, I'm like just dying to go back and like yeah. be with my best friends and listen to it. Like, truly, nothing makes me happier. And like in this quarantine, like, it's interesting that that was a sponsor because I, there've been like multiple streaming music festivals that I've tuned into and that I've donated to that have like given me life in this quarantine. And like, we put it up on YouTube, on our TV. Like there's like 20 of us that get together in like Zoom. And it truly has been like some of the best days in quarantine. So thank God for music. So, I mean, that's like one of our things that Jen and I love to talk about with our with our special guests is like what you're leaning into in quarantine is so we've talked about how we didn't realize that we actually would ever love to start a podcast and that we'd have so much fun with it and now we've realized like wait this is really enjoyable and we know that you really like music but that sounds like that's something that you're you're really leaning into now is there anything else that you've found enjoyable or that you like may have surprised you that you're leaning into during quarantine um, I mean, definitely music. Music has always been really important to me. I feel like it like sets the mood or it brings back memories. Um, also just like the community and the support that everybody, like p- the support that I feel from like clients and family and friends is insane. Like I, I can just say like the fact that people are sending me Venmo donations and thinking about me in this time of like crisis for everyone like I wax your nose and your ears and you're sending me a donation that's insane just because you know that I'm probably having a hard time. Like that is like truly overwhelming. And I just, I don't even know how to say thank you, like honestly to those people. Um, And then just again, like connecting with these people that I just never thought I would be able to like connecting with you guys. Like this is such an exciting opportunity and I'm so flattered that you guys even like thought of me um of, but, of course right yeah. we're, we're both very pale <laughs> no but let's know yeah. let's talk about that because um you mentioned and we have all sort of touched on this like the power of connection and and how whether you know it's a thoughtful demo to or uh, being on a podcast or a hello or dropping off a smearing off ice on someone's front yeah. porch like oh how God, how do we get over this hump of not being face to face like it, of course the festivals but tell us what you think um, like in what way, how do we get over this hump? Like, what is it going to look like once we're done with this or all of it? I mean, well, yeah. I think after this, it's going to be, everyone's a little bit closer. We have to admit. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I, I hope everyone's, you know, nicer, more patient. Um, I think everyone will appreciate all of the little things so much more. Um, you know, it's like sad because I feel like I relate this to like after my mom passed away and it wasn't like, it wasn't like she was like sick for a long time. It was kind of like a pretty tragic, um, quick happening. And it 
really made me reevaluate like all of the important things in life and realize like I had said no to so many things that now like with her like trips that I was like oh sorry I can't take off work you know Mm -hmm. that now I like immensely regret for like ever not doing and I think like a lot of people have never felt that like grief in their life and had that kind of like almost like somebody like shaking you waking you up to realize there's like so much more in life than just like work and um, I think that's like the whole world is kind of getting that shake of like wake up like there's so much more out there and there's so many more things to like appreciate and people to appreciate and I don't know I think it'll be I think it's gonna be exciting I think it's gonna it's gonna look really different in just like the physical aspects of what we're all gonna like be able to do and how we're gonna look wearing a mask every single day but um I think like overall like for like our emotional and mental health it's gonna be a good thing I love that. I love that. I think it, I think it goes off of, off of gratitude, off of, you know, just being thankful and present with what we have. And I, at times, despite our technological issues of the day, Jen and I have been through quite a few, (laughs) but I think it's physical presence is great, but it's being in a time of quote, I'll take what I can get. And I think FaceTime has been so great, but it, it definitely, there is nothing better than the physical embrace of another person. Yeah. I also think another thing like, you know, I have friends that live all over the country and I'm a person where I don't really stay in touch with people as well as I should that don't aren't right here in my face. Um, and it's made me reach out to those people and reconnect with them. And it's been really exciting. And it also just makes me realize like, I need to check in on these people more. Like I need to like make the time. So I feel like it's also nice to be reminded of that too. I agree. I agree. I think um, just the power of connection is just such a, a strong couple of words. And, um, you know, even though it sucks that we have to be under these circumstances to have these moments, um, it's only going to be a life lesson. And I'm almost glad that we're experiencing this sort of around the age we are now, because I think when it comes again or whatever, like we're, we're picking up a lot more from this um, and, and can carry it with us, but let's lighten the mood. So I had a little game from my favorite in episode one, uh, Joe and I went to Cosmo.com and read our horoscopes. And so I'm like, Oh, Cosmo, I just, I miss being able to open that magazine and get content um, all the time. So I found a, love love a good Cosmo. Cosmo. I found a, (laughs) would you rather beauty edition via Cosmo? Okay, so the first one to both of you guys is would you, I have to say, would you rather have a good hair day every single day for the rest of your life or have perfect brows for all of eternity? Well, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, also, as I read this and listen to this question, for the rest of your life. They're both presu- eternity. Presuming we we die, it, the question really is: Would you rather have great hair every day or perfect brows every day? Because yes. it's 
it's it's the same question unless you're filling me in on a, a physical afterlife that I don't know about that I'd like to get in on. Listen, we need to talk to Cosmo Editor. I just copy pasted it from the website. <laughs> so for eternity, so the rest of your life, or who knows what happens, you know, would you rather have good hair or perfect brows? I mean, my answer would be I'll take the luxury, beautiful blowout hair every single day because I can just go to my friend Constance and get my eyebrows microbladed and then they're perfect. Constance, so, beer, 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 beer. I feel like yeah, I feel like that's like I feel like that's cheating, but like I feel like that'd be the easier. I mean, I guess you could wear a wig. I don't know. I mean, I really think you could go either way with this, guys. Like, I, yeah, I don't. My initial thought was the brows because the brows shape the face. Yeah. And but trends. I, Think of like where how much our brows have evolved from the nineties oh to yeah. twenty twenty. I mean, does it just like I I feel like brows right now are just like a natural full brow. Yeah. And I feel like now that people know what eyebrows are supposed to do and look like, they will not be stripped away again. Like, no. I don't well, know. And like, I'm just saying. Yeah. I will say like eyebrows, like I find it funny when women come in and show me pictures of other people's eyebrows and they're like, I want these. And I'm like, that's great, but this is what you were given. Like your (laughs) God-given shape is like, you just need to go with, like there is no, you can't like fight against what is already there. So like one example is like this woman had like beautifully angled arched brows and she brought in a picture of Kendall Jenner I mean and she's got like these flat pretty flat like just like no arched brows and I'm like well that's great but I'm literally gonna have to wax off the ends of your brows and then like what (laughs) if you want them back someday and I can't like I don't be looking like like that's the move for you it's like a hyphen mark you know (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah so I feel like if anything right now like especially with like the fact that like bushy brows or fuller brows are in like everybody just needs to embrace what you're given and we just I'm here to just enhance or make that better like there is no like creating something out of nothing with your eye unless you're like truly getting them microbladed and like lost them because of like cancer or chemo or something like You just got to work with what you got, people. I have another one. And I actually, these are so hard. Like, there's so many different ways you can turn these questions. And so maybe we'll we'll end it with this one. But would you rather, and you don't want to rather any of these, drop your favorite limited edition palette and have all the powders crumble and not saying you can get the alcohol trick and put them back together because you can't. They're crumbled. Or find out that your favorite, like, cult favorite product or foundation is discontinued. I mean, I'm going to say dropping my, I don't really buy that many like powder. Like, I mean, I have eyeshadow palettes that I literally, I don't, I have eyeshadows until I'm 90 years old because I just don't wear them that much. So I'm going to stick with my cult favorite product. I agree. For life. I'm like, yeah, I, I think I have to say it the same. I also have to make the same complaint because if it's limited edition and you discontinue it, therefore, wouldn't it be limited edition? Anyways, I digress. Let's talk to these editors. <laughs> Cosmo, you know, thank you. It's it's better to play the would you rather high school style where it's like all sexual and weird and you're like drunk with friends. Yeah. <laughs> Those are better. Moving into our, <laughs> our favorite fucking section. Yes. Shit we love. Jen does a jingle. Well, <laughs> I, don't, I just attempt to sing a song every single time we get to it. But, you know, I'm going to save everyone um, that. 
So well, everyone is, is very sad that you're not doing your jingle, Jen. I think I speak for all five listeners. Yeah. So on that note, shit we love, Ray. What is shit that you're loving right now? I love my Skin Better Alpha Peel Pad. Ooh. So they are, you can get them at Innovative, um, Innovative Med Spa, which is where I go for like my Botox and fillers. You can get them at Spa Derma, which is where I see Tara for my facials. Um, but they are basically like a retinol pad that you'd use like one to two times a week. Um, and you just wash your face, swipe it around like your clean, dry face. It'll tingle usually a little bit, wait for it to dry, and then you put your normal moisturizer over it. But I swear to God, when I use them, like the next day I wake up and I'm like, my skin just looks like bright and shiny in a good way, like healthy. Love. Ooh, I love that. Oh That's, I'm going to go get some of those. Yeah, yeah. writing that down. <laughs> I think for um, my shit we love this week, I have been um, purchasing everything from Sephora because the sale has been going on um, and I have the 20% off and I've made three orders and I'm working on my fourth. But the I, I purchased the Summer Fridays um, vanilla lip balm that they just came out with and Outside of the um, Isle of Paradise drops, which I actually talked about last podcast, but um, this chapstick has been awesome. It's a little sticky, so it's more that you just like when you want at home, but it has that same moisturizing effect of that um, lineage, lineage, whatever, that watermelon mask. That's what I just got, and I love that one. Yes. I just got that with my Sephora order. So, oh my God, so good, and like watermelon for days. It's the best smell, but um, I'm all about a good lip product. It's like, this is the time if you're not getting waxed or whatever, I'd be like, I'm going to let my eyebrows grow out. I'm going to let my bikini line grow out. Like, I'm going to moisturize my lips, like get all my shit under control and then, or out of control, but under control in beauty terms, and then go see all of my favorite people to get it all like in a better shape. So that's my shit. I love today, Joe. Um, I love a couple, couple products I'm loving right now. Um, old Henriksen, which is part of the Sephora sale, their sauna scrub divine, their dark spot, like glow O2 toner amazing. I have um, melasma. And so it really does help with hyperpigmentation and like really even just seeing results in like the first two days is huge without having to get like a laser treatment or something like that. Um, anything caudally. I love caudally, um, their brightening moisturizer and most recently, uh, derma planning at home. Uh, I was recommended the twinkle tinkle, <laughs> on Wait, are you sure that's the name of it? Twinkle Tinkle? It's, it's, I thought I misread it originally, Twinkle, but it is actually the Tinkle, which I <laughs> clarified multiple times with people, and they were like, Did you can you not fucking read? Like it's Tinkle. And so every time I see it, I think that I read Twinkle. So I call it the Twinkle Tinkle. Anyways, I love it. I also found the Schick Silk Derma Planer. Same price, you get three instead of five, and I actually prefer the Schick Silk. So try that. It's on Amazon. I watched a bunch of tutorials, um, and I made sure to check with my other favorite esthetician, Sarah Griffin, um, and she showed me how to not fuck up your face. Yeah. So very important because I think people are out there fucking up their face. I wildly underestimated. People were like, oh, your product goes in so much better. Your makeup goes in so much smoother. And I wildly underestimated their comments. Like, 
It's true. It that shit works. Is this where you shave your face with a little? Yeah. Yeah. Does it? I, I mean, you can when you do it at home. You're truly, um, really just getting like you're almost like shaving your face. You're really just getting like the peach fuzz. You may be like slightly grabbing some of that dead skin if you don't exfoliate on a regular basis. But like true, that's like another thing where it's like once the professionals go back open again, like truly dermaplaning your face is getting like the actual dead skin and the hair and their blades are medical grade. So they're so much sharper. So they can actually achieve that better than we could at home. But I mean, I personally, I do, I have the same things and I do the same thing because I have this random like patch of just peach fuzz on my, just on the right side of my forehead that grows insane. So it's nice just to kind of clean that up. That's wild. I love it. Yeah. Um, let's just put a disclaimer. Please do not um, use any other blades to scrape off your face hair. So just be very careful or save it and grow out that face hair, embrace it, and then go see someone to get it. Oh my God. Yeah, your esthetician, whoever's going to dermaplane your face is going to love you if you don't touch it. Oh my God. Ray, thank you so much for jumping on with us and talking all of these tips and tricks and all the recommendations that you gave us um, for everyone in local Chicago, but we could not recommend you more for everything you do. You've been life-changing and the first person I always recommend for a spray tan. My brows are your next victim. I can't wait for you to get after them. It's going to be great. Um, Please tell everyone where we can find you and where we can book with you once this is all over. Instagram is Ray, R-A-E underscore does underscore beauty. Um, and then booking wise, everything goes through art and science. I have their, the website linked um, in my profile on Instagram. You can go to that, get the phone number. They also, they aren't taking appointments right now, obviously, because we aren't really sure about our exact opening date. I believe like one to two weeks beforehand, they'll start taking phone calls. Also, you can do a live chat through the website. If you've already been a client and booked before, if you haven't been a client and booked before, they do need a credit card. So make sure you call. Um, but yeah, that's, that's going to be. Oh my gosh. Well, we will be there. And again, we're basically in line and spirit and we can't wait to see you face to face. And because you're so into music, I did ask you to send us one of your playlists and I'm going to attach it. It's just really nice to have content for anyone to take with you and um, to discover new music. And I've been listening to it and it just gives me your vibes and your aura and I love it and I miss it. And um, (laughs) what's coming next episode? Next episode is actually my dear friend um, and multidisciplinary performing artist, Brennan Fernandez. Um, He and I have collaborated on a number of things. He is just an amazing human. I'm really looking forward to talking with him and finding out how he's staying creative during quarantine. That's it for today's episode on the QG Podcast. We look forward to seeing you guys next time. Thanks, guys. This was so fun.